Welcome to the Onyx Pathcast. My name is Matthew Dawkins, and I am joined, as ever, by my co-hosts, Dixie Cochran. Hello. And Eddie Webb. Hello. Feels like a while since it was just the three of us. I know I say that every time it's just the three of us. But, but it's always been a while since it's it, just the three of us. <laughs> uh, exactly, exactly. It's always a, it's a special treat. And, and I feel like this month is going to be a month of special treats. It will be. Uh, as uh, the, each of the games we intend to play, uh, we'll see how many we get to record. Uh, we're keeping things fluid. We're keeping things loose, listeners. Uh, is uh, Well, I think it's just going to be the three of us each time. Yeah. I mean, we've had lots of special guests and uh, other folks come in, which, of course, you know, has been fun in its own way. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I think the last time it was just the three of us in actual play may have been the trinity when i ran for y'all i think so well yeah in terms of actual plays definitely maybe uh, yeah i yeah i certainly can't think of another game we've played where it's just the three of us now that we've said that it probably means that someone's yelling like you played a game together a month ago yeah, don't like, you remember I mean, they came from blah 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 i mean we <laughs> did have one more rich ran the three of us through but i'm talking about it was one of us running and two of us playing. I oh, maybe that's what I was thinking of was when we yeah. was when Rich ran us through some stuff. Uh, was I there for that? Some of that, yeah. And then yeah, you, you were a seal. You made friends with a gar. No, and no, was... Travis was in that game. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. true. That's okay. true. Then yeah, yeah. No, then I, don't, I don't think it was. Point is, it's been a while. Yeah, and we're all getting older. Our memories are fading, and it's been a rough few years, as we have mentioned it periodically <laughs> for the last couple of years. It's uh, it, it's been a a strain on the memory banks. I feel like when we started this podcast, we were like, "Man, 2018's been a lot." <laughs> and then <laughs> four years later, we're like. We shouldn't have said it. She shouldn't have said anything. Yeah. We should change our outro to many worlds. It's been a lot. One path. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, before we get started, because as uh, anyone who read the title of this episode will be aware, we're going to be playing a game of Pugmire. And uh, for once, Eddie gets to play. I say that Eddie's actually had a chance to play Pugmire on several occasions now. But I still enjoy doing it because it's it's, every time I do, I assume it's the last time I'm going to be able to play. (laughs) Also, it's almost like you made a game that you enjoy. I do. I, I love playing. I love running right. and running. I love playing. I love being around it. It's just, it's just, it is always a treat. I'm sure. It's, actually, that's a question, Matthew. Is have you ever played? They came from. Uh, yes, yes. Okay. I have. I have played. They came from in almost all of its iterations. I, I am incredibly fortunate to know a lot of gamers who also happen to enjoy a lot of Onyx Paths games. Mm -hmm. So uh, that means, especially when I playtest they came from, which is usually sort of stress testing archetypes to to see whether they actually work as designed. You know, are they archetypal, basically, and cinematics? Are these appealing? It's very very simple testing because we know the story path system works. But it's more a case of does this particular feature appeal to the audience? Um, right. Yeah, so I get to do a fair amount of that with they came from, and uh, it resulted in one of the archetypes for they came from the danger zone changing mid uh, draft. So mm. there you go, play mm. testing. It's useful, folks. Give it a go. <laughs> I actually found out recently that Rose Bailey has never played Changing the Lost Two E, um, and I'm not sure that Megan Fitzgerald has played it. <laughs> Wow. Despite the fact that they are the you know developers of that game, uh, so now my goal is to get them into a game with my you know favorite storyteller Tom Tom Muir, 
who has run it for me on several occasions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic changeling storyteller. Tom is fantastic at changeling and vason and and like anything that's kind of just like creepy, but like low key creepy. Hmm. Like I've never heard him run anything that was like straight horror, but he runs creepy really, really well. Um, and I'm I'm a fan of creepy as a tone because I find that I can get into that more than I can get into like horror because I've as as I said before in episodes I've I've been terrified by a game, yeah. but I have been creeped out, which I prefer as a feeling. Right. Um. So yeah, like. People not getting to play the games that they create is a real issue in our industry. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I have met several people who have never gotten to play certain games. And it's like, that's that's not fun. Well, yeah, part like, of that is we move on from projects so much as, right. as writers, developers, editors, whatever our roles happen to be, because we are earning. Uh, and that means we have to constantly be creating. So the chance to reflect... And enjoy the the fruits of our labor, essentially is is sparing because we always have to be thinking about the next game or the next source book or whatever our project has to be. And that that isn't a moan. Uh, I think most of us enjoy it, but it would also be lovely to be able to do both to to play and run our games and write them. Yeah, true, definitely, indeed. Uh, but. As mentioned, this is our opportunity to do that with Pugmire. And why are we doing that, Eddie? Because it is Pugmire Month here at Onyx Path. Pug Month. Pug Month. Pugtember. Pug Pugtember? I guess it's Pugtember. There you go. Pugtember. The, the, the arrogance in the realms of Pugmire. <laughs> they name everything after pugs. Dogtember? Yeah, what month is it, Pugtember? Of course it is. When is it? Pug o'clock. Yeah, okay, and what 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 um, what meal is coming up next? Uh, Pugfest. I I draw from the Doctor Doom school of naming, honestly, <laughs> or the or the Bat Bat Batman school of naming. Right, yeah, one of the two. It's like you know, this is this is Doom, this is uh, Doom Castle. Uh, that mountain is Doom Mountain. Uh, the, mm. yeah, the, the, the Doomsday is the main holiday. I mean, just you know, it it, it it's it's simple, but it always works. When 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 is Pugs Day? When is Pugs Day? Yeah, is uh, there like a, 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 a Pugs Day holiday? Or is Pugs Day just like every Tuesday? Actually, um, in a project that has not yet been announced or released, but um, we have been talking about uh, the main holiday is Box Day. Um, which so is it's a like holiday. Boxing Day, but it's for boxes? Right, yes. Um, it's, it's a holiday that was imported from the monarchies that the yep. pugs have started to celebrate, um, where cats celebrate boxes. And pugs have also embraced the things that you put into boxes. And oh so, my yes, God. it's Boxing Day, but it's Box Day, yes. I love the idea of a cat and a dog celebrating it together. So the cat gives the dog like a box full of stuff, and the dog takes it all out, and the cat's like, give me the box. Exactly. Give me the box. <laughs> exactly. Everybody wins. It, it, it's, it's a step towards mutual harmony and also stuff. Well, that makes me incredibly happy. Well, prepare to be incredibly <laughs> saddened because this game is Aww. not about mutual harmony or boxes. Uh, no, uh, as ever. Uh, I, I run a tight ship when it comes to my <laughs> my stories. We're not playing not Pirates of Pugmire today. No, that's true. <laughs> but uh, I can't escape the maritime aphorisms, euphemisms, and other isms. Pugisms. Pugisms. <laughs> See, everything is named after pugs. Yes. <laughs> uh, instead, we will start our Pugmire game like this. Our two characters, Buster Mutt and a Mackenzie Scott's Terrier, Mac for short, have 
received a rather unusual request. It was delivered to them by a pup, a messenger pup, uh, clad in the usual black surcoat of the uh, the Messengers Guild. Doesn't tend to identify the sender. Just the fact that uh, this pup has got a message for you. I don't know. I didn't read it, says the pup, passing it over. Uh, <laughs> and then waits summarily for a couple of pieces of plastic before skirting off. <laughs> and the message invites the both of you to attend Crooked Alley, which is a place in, uh, uh, in town which lives up to its name. As, you know, uh, dogs tend to name things as they see them. Right. And that, that's, I'm not saying this from a cat perspective, mind you. I'm not saying it derogatorily or dogatorily. If it's a crooked alley, it's a crooked alley. Let's not fancy it up. <laughs> right, no, cats would be like, this is, this is the, the meandering aisle. And dogs are like, it's the crooked alley. Exactly, it's a crooked alley, <laughs> come on. And, and I mean, dog, dogs do see in black and white, so... That, that is true. That, that is true. Have a, a point of fortune for the bowl, Dixie. Excellent. That's uh, that's three now. Yay! Uh, so the Crooked Alley, so named because it twists and bends between buildings. Uh, one of the city halls on one side, where a lot of trade and commerce takes place. Uh, one of the many barracks. On the other, but it's old, disused, a dusty old building that's not seen much use since the War of the Dogs and Cats. Certain, shall we say, contraband black market deals often take place in Crooked Alley. It's known mm. for it. Many of the guardians of the town and such turn a blind eye to it because... Well, you can never quite stamp this kind of thing out. At the very best, we can say that murders don't take place here. So if it's just deals and we get slipped a few uh, pieces of plastic now and then, why not? But it does tell you that there's something illicit drawing your attention. And so as you arrive there and are forced to lurk in the dark, I'm very bad at lurking. I know. <laughs> Forced to stand there like a beaming marble statue in the dark. <laughs> uh, why don't you tell us a little in summary about your characters? Who is being recruited for this uh, illicit task? Okay, I will start. Um, uh, Brother Buster Mutt uh, is a, a smaller dog uh, who used to be on the criminal side of things, so perhaps might be familiar with places like uh, Crooked Alley in the, his past, uh, but has since seen uh, the wisdom and glory of man and has joined the Church of Man. Uh, he has white and black shaggy fur, uh, and his robes tend to be on the gray and dark brown side. Uh, so even though he is still a shepherd and tries to minister to people, he can't quite shake his, you know, it might still be useful to have robes that can allow me to blend into the darkness. So he still kind of has that thought process in the back of his head. Uh, Mackenzie Scott Terrier is a former soldier uh, who still wears her armor pretty much all the time. Uh, so she's just a, a tiny tank of a Scott's Terrier, uh, which is, of course, is, is a Scotty dog for those who are not familiar. Mm -hmm. um, they're very cute, and I used to have one. Uh, so she carries a warhammer and a shield, and she is always ready to do battle. Uh, but that also means that she clanks around and uh, doesn't really care about being stealthy. 
she's very much like drawing attention but i think that probably works to her and buster's advantage uh because he can remain partially in the shadows right. while she bullets her way into situations <laughs> yes <laughs> uh and she 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 definitely cares about the code of man she cares about pugmire uh she cares about her her own honor and I would say that when she was a soldier or if she was ever a guard at all, she she was probably the, the, the kind who had to be convinced to not crack down on Crooked Alley. <laughs> mm-hmm. But she's she's accepted it now. But when, she, when when she was a young dog, she probably was like, we need to take care of this. There's there's crime happening. Unfortunately, your frequent petitions to the city of why don't we just fill it all with rocks? Yeah. Never, never got off the ground for some reason. Uh, it just just didn't get through to the right people you're sure of it there would have been someone on the council you're sure there was a friend there who wanted to listen to you but there was it's the bureaucracy what if we just boarded it up like uh, exactly saying, if we got rid of crime them. alley people wouldn't be shot there i'm just saying i mean uh, that's logic it's you, called crime alley why would you even go there come on you well it's because it's outside the back of the theater you hear a <laughs> hey you two and you can see the figure of another dog, uh, deeper, just leaning from behind one of the crooked angles. Hail, you're, friend. You're... No, down, down, keep it down. Shh. Come on, come Hail, deeper. Hail, friend. Hail. <laughs> I bet you're going to get man. So, uh, kind of slide over and it's like, you the person we're supposed to meet? That's that's right. You your eyes adjust to the darkness. Uh, there's clouds overhead, so that doesn't help things much. The buildings around you are particularly tall, but nevertheless, you can make out the figure, and most importantly, the crest is small but prominent on this uh, this dog's tabard. This dog appears to be in the employ of. King Puckington. That's oh. a royal crest. But why a one of the guards or servants of the king would be meeting you in such a out-of-the-way place is unusual. Hmm. I appreciate both of you coming, especially to a place like this. This is a matter of employment at the utmost discretion. We're, I'm approaching you because you've done service to the house before. We know you're loyal, but most of all, we know that you can keep things quiet for the good of the realm. I will stare at Mac. It's for the realm. Of course I can. That's that's what I thought. My, my name is Angle Mastiff, and I'm telling you that because I'm going to be coming with you. But I can't tell you more until we leave the city. I, I have a I have a cart just on the other end of the alley. If you can climb in, get under the blanket, I'll be riding it out of town. And once we're outside the city limits, then I can tell you more. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to ask you to trust me to that point. Uh, so Buster is a kind of a dog that's very firm on the trust but verify spectrum of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so he'll be saying, of course, we completely trust you, but I'm going to make a wisdom roll to see if he's genuinely being trustworthy or not. <laughs> no, she wants to kill you. Uh, yeah, I would, I would like to use sense motive. <laughs> yes, please go ahead. I actually don't have sense motive, so maybe you should make the roll. <laughs> I have sense motive. There we go. 
Is that an int or a whiz? I think it's wisdom. It, it, it is. It is wisdom. Um, and you can add your proc bonus, proficiency bonus to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, I actually rolled an eighteen. Oh wow! Okay. I'll take it. Uh, so well, I mean the the uh, this angle mastiff's uh, speech appears to be. I guess, accurate and honest. They do indeed want to get you out of the city undercover and they don't want anyone else knowing about this. Mm -hmm. um, the thing you're picking up, I would say, because that's a good role, uh, beyond that is there's clearly a lot of nerves to what Mastiff is saying. Uh, there's a shake to her voice. There's, In fact, you can even see one of her paws trembling a little. She, her eyes are darting around. She does not want to be seen. Hmm. Okay. A part um, of you, Mac, given that you have had to sometimes put down the occasional criminal, uh, not like that, not, not that severe, oh uh, is... Uh, <laughs> Going to sleep. Shh, yes, shh, can't, sleep. can't help but wonder um, what she's being chased for, because this is the kind of conduct from someone who has something particularly bad on their conscience. Hmm. Okay. I think I think Mac will decide to go, but be ready in, in case there's an ambush or anything. Um, and, and Buster kind of glances at Mac, and if Mac doesn't seem to be like drawing a sword or anything, yeah, Mac, uh, Mac, Mac gives gives you like a like a squint, but a nod, like a, okay. Mm. Um, then of course, uh, to tell us where we need to go so that we can be prepared. Okay. Uh, Mastiff leads you to the other end of Crooked Alley, which is something of a misnomer. Crooked Alley splits off into multiple other alleys, all similarly named Crooked Alley, so it's frankly mm. fortunate that you met Angle Mastiff in this part. But nonetheless, uh, she takes you to the cart as advertised. It is backed up, quite literally, to the uh, exit of the alley, so you can climb straight in under a thick woolen blanket Clank, clank, clank. With all subtlety and grace. <laughs> uh, you are surrounded by barrels and stacks of, of wool and fleece. Mm -hmm. And once both of you have secreted yourself as directed, she climbs up onto the back of the carts, uh, avoids standing on both of you, and jumps to the front where she steers the vehicle uh, by the amount of time that you've spent in the back of this thing, you do, and the sounds around you that dissipate uh, with travel, she is indeed taking you away from the city centre. Okay. The sound of hustle and bustle is well and truly gone by the time the cart comes to a stop. Occasionally you have heard her address, uh, you assume guards, people on checkpoints, toll gates, that kind of thing. Passing over coin, expressing that she's a merchant, which is clearly not true. Every time that happens and like the guards don't check the cart, I, 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 I mutter to Buster about the guards not, <laughs> not doing their job properly. Basically, I, I hear the kind of like muttering, I'm just going to grab the snout. Oh, actually, you know, I'm going to you. Wonder. I mean, yeah, they do, kind of. I'll grab whatever snout I can and just be like... You're not doing the drops. <laughs> they need to do the drops. You can yell at them later. 
I'm just saying, they tried to, to trick the cart. <laughs> I just imagine after this adventure is over, coming back. Two days ago, there was a cart that went through here, and I was in there, and you didn't find me, and I'm busting you down the <laughs> <laughs> What if I had been a kidnapped puppy? <laughs> God. Puppy trafficking is a real problem. Especially breeds like yours. She brings the cart to a halt and pulls the blanket free, glaring at you. You can now see her in the afternoon sun. She, Her brows are low in a way that says, could you have made much more noise? <laughs> Shrug. I was whispering. I had to have more conversations than I would have liked with the guards just to suppress the noises from the back of the cart. So as I said, discretion is the key here. Please don't make me regret my choice. I didn't get out of the cart or anything. Mac is attempting to do their best, and I will continue to help them as they learn the values of discretion as necessary for this mission. So I apologize for the immediate inconvenience, and we will both do better in the future. It's, it, honestly, it's fine. Man, protect us. We're out from the eyes of the city at this point, and this is where I get to my point. There's... Both of you have probably heard of him. Uh, there's a dog, name of Carling Pug, old uncle of King Puckington. Mm-hmm. Uh, valiant veteran of the war of dogs and cats, known as a pioneer and adventurer of many a tale to tell, climbs mountains, maps forests, does everything a sterling pug should do. Mm-hmm. You've at least heard of his reputation if you've not heard one of his many speeches in the town square. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he's gone. I mean, he's in his old age anyway. He's mm. passed on? Is he rejoining no. the man? What would I need you to for that? I don't need two grave diggers. Uh, you might need last rites from my shepherd. I'm very good at digging. Well, so, I'll uh, keep that in mind should the worst happen. <sighs> man forbid. Old Duke Carling is, as I say, gone. I believe abducted from his chambers. Um, hmm. Maybe by the enemy he has always spoken of, Joss Van Korat, back from the uh, in the time of the war. One of the generals on the monarchy's side was. Uh, well, it was always her regiments against his, her cats versus his dogs, and many a life was spent in their little corner of the war. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far as anyone knows, Joss Van Korat was never brought to trial for her part in the war, uh, no doubt acclaimed as a hero by her own people. But certainly Carling always involved her in his stories of, of great death and calamity. And so I guess we were always waiting for a moment when she might strike against her old enemy. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, I found him missing from his chambers. I was supposed to be serving him breakfast. I'm just a chamberlain. A, a chamberlain is probably too strong a word. More of a chambermaid. Uh, I was bringing him his breakfast, a some fresh clothing for the day, 
and he was gone, his window open. A, a rope hung down from the, from the sill, and I spent the best part of the morning tracing him to the outskirts of town, uh, where, through discreet questioning of people who were around at that time of the morning, I became certain that he was in the company unwillingly of more than one cat. Hmm. Led me to this exit to the city, points back in the direction of, uh, of Pugmire, and she says, and now I have picked up the trail heading northeast. I can't find him myself, and his protection is my responsibility. As I say, he's an old dog, he, and he always rejected the idea of having actual bodyguards, people to draw swords on his behalf. He's... He's an old war hero, of course. Exactly. Uh, but he's a kind soul, and I can't just... I can't abandon him, of course. Of course not. Uh... I could have informed the household guards, but I was afraid for what they might do if they came to the same conclusions as I did. If we can recover him without any knowledge of this happening, we might avoid any kind of diplomatic incident. No, I, I, I completely agree. This, this is definitely something I could see now why your concern about discretion was, was validated. Um, and I think you've made the right choice. Uh, I believe... My friend and I can both help you to locate and perhaps retrieve. I do want to ask, I understand this is a sensitive question given the Mr. Pug's past proclivities, shall I say? Mm -hmm. um, is there any chance at all that he left intentionally with the two cats? You see Mastiff chewing over the idea she looks a little evasive at the question and then shakes her head. No, absolutely not. He's far too old to have done anything like that. Um, not not capable of it in in his age. His, his memory isn't what it was. To embark on an adventure at his age would be beyond his ability. And I say that with all the respect and affection that I have for him. That helps me to understand because, uh, uh, shall we say, I've had a checkered past of my own and I recognize there are kind of several categories of abduction that may occur. And if we do not have to talk him out of leaving potential friends, then that does help us to figure out best approaches when we do eventually come across him. You know, at this point, basically, just simply to separate him from his captors and get him safely back to the castle. Well, well, quite, exactly. I completely agree with you. Mastiff looks relieved from what you just said. Why are we still talking? There is a soldier missing. Uh, I quite agree. I think our best uh, course, and, and I say this as a household servant, is to proceed on on leg and paw rather than taking a cart again if this takes us off road we're not going to be taking that cart far anyway and it'll be quite noisy on approach over rough terrain 
Exactly. Even more so than than you, uh, my friend. What about the horses pulling the cart? I'm sure they will enjoy the grass. Oh, and no, I meant we could take them. I'm not much of a rider. Okay, fine. We'll walk. Walk would do you good. <laughs> in your extremely heavy armor. In the clank, sun. clank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I have a, I have a negative to speed actually. <laughs> Yay, heavy armor! And so you set forth. Mm-hmm. Walk slowly, um, and of course, I will. Uh, Offer some uh, uh, light prayers to man as we start to our way forth. As you travel, uh, Mastiff spends much of the time sniffing at the ground. Uh, she's obviously very much familiar with her master's scent and seems confident in the direction he's headed. Uh but you are familiar, having left the city on more than one occasion, that this path is taking you east of the North Road mm. and more northeasterly toward a place that's sometimes referred to rather unpleasantly as the Swamp of Many Fools. Mm. It's a, a mire uh, and not a pleasant one. It's uh, at least once... As opposed to Pugmire, which is the most pleasant mire. That is the the nicest possible mire. This is a quagmire. Uh, Four quags. Yes, in our newest expansion. I'm not familiar with that breed. (laughs) Uh, The Queens of Quag. (laughs) Uh, During the War of Dogs and Cats, the Swamp of Many Fools, which didn't have its name at that time, played... Uh, host to more than one battle uh, between soldiers of Pugmire and those of the monarchies of Mao. Uh, the reason it earned its name, uh, the both of you know, is because more dogs and cats lost their lives to the terrain than they did each other's blades and hammers and maces. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. a place where anyone not sure of their footing is likely to get caught in a bog, and if they don't have someone at their side to pull them free, it's a slow descent into the mulch. Mm. Hence why Ingle couldn't go by herself. Luckily, Mac is here with his heavy armor. <laughs> However, this is one of the first times that I feel like I might have a valid use for Traverse. Yes. Which I yeah. do have as a skill. As uh, you're approaching and the sun is going down, it's taken you more than a few hours to approach the rough vicinity of the Swamp of Many Falls, you know that the ground is going to be getting softer around here. Uh, you can see a series of lights in the distance, like lanterns bobbing in the evening light in your direction. Would one of you like to peer into the gloom, see whether you can work out what it is? There is cover you can take here, large rocks, boulders, some thin trees and tall grass if you want to hide. Yeah, I will. I will attempt to hide. I'll um, get behind a boulder, but I would also like to notice. Yeah, and see I, if I, I can see what that is. I don't have notice, but I do have sneak. Um, so I'll roll to hide. Okay, so what I'll say is Buster can basically roll to hide for the group, okay. and Matt can roll to notice for the group. <laughs> um, just as a as a straight roll. Uh, yeah. 
I would be tempted with disadvantage because of the swamp mist and dark light, but I'll give it give it give it a straight roll. I I, I rolled a one. Oh. <laughs> Like a natural I, I would you like to spend a fortune at this point? Yes, I think yeah. I would, since we have three. Is that okay with you, Eddie? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Okay. Ah, that's much better. Um, a two. No, no, no. It was a 17 <laughs> on the die, so it's a 20. Oh, okay. yeah, that's much better, much better. And we got a 12. It's not worth it, probably. Uh, no. Uh, a 12? Uh, well, if you're heading for the rocks, at least it's a thick and penetrable cover. Right. Mm-hmm. So even if they do see us, at least we'll have some protection from missiles or whatnot exactly uh so missiles in this game well in the sense of thrown thrown spears uh so (laughs) you don't throw spears don't Don't you know anything matthew oh my god Uh, no uh i i do not mac (laughs) you uh you look into the gloom and at first you're wondering are these wisps they're common around swamps you've heard many a tale of spirits and other kinds of malicious entities that like to lure people into particularly boggy parts of the swamp. But you become confident that it is actually a somewhat shambling and exhausted-looking pack of dogs led Mm. by a terrier, in fact, in the vestments of the Church of Man that look very scrappy indeed, Mm. uh, like she's been pulled through the muck. Mm. Uh, It's one of your colleagues, Buster. Oh, perhaps they need assistance. Perhaps they do. Well, if, if we're going to help them, not a word about why we're here. Of course not. Uh, Fail, friends! <laughs> they hear your voice I stand and, up. and seem incredibly cautious until you basically <laughs> stand up completely in the open. Um, I'll uh, also stand up, but I'll also take my uh, symbol of the Church of Man and put it on my chest so they see it. Ah, okay. Uh, they cautiously approach, but they do approach. Uh, hail, friends! Do is do you have a campfire around here? Says the approaching sister. Uh, uh, we, we are very cold and and wet from our journey, and would uh, would appreciate any alms you can give us before we find the north road again. Hmm. Um. Alas, we have not uh, yet made camp ourselves. Um. But of course, I can do what little I can to bless you and send you on your way. If that will be of comfort. That would truly be a blessing. I have uh, run dry of all the blessings that, that my faith can grant me in this day. It has been quite a trial this last week. We, uh, My friends and I, thankfully, none lost to the swamp, but every single one of us injured in some way. Mm. We are ready to return to the comforts of beds and solid walls, at least for a time. Mm-hmm, well, in that mm-hmm. case, let me uh, attend to the injured. Uh, so, accompanying her, there are four other dogs. They all look pretty young, uh, scrappy, mutts mostly. Uh, they look like they are effectively page dogs in the church. Mm-hmm. Who It's not uncommon to find them on essentially missionary work. Mm. Uh, being sent out to the wild blue yonder effectively to uh, do the good work of the Church of Man. 
and it's refreshing to see them being led by someone who looks slightly more experienced in the form of the sister terrier Mm -hmm. but even she doesn't look too long in the tooth Mm-hmm. So you're able to uh, help bind wounds. One of them does have a nasty broken uh, back leg. Uh, the one with the broken leg, I can actually spend a spell slot and cast cure wounds for them. Okay, you do so. I'm not going to ask you to roll. Um, I have a question, Eddie. Yeah. As as as, as for the, the person who made the game, how many times can you use one of your tricks a game, just at 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 will? At will. Okay, in that case, I would like to inspiring word everybody. Well, I take that back. Um, the the, the tr- some tricks do say uh, use a number of times equal to blah before a long because rest. Because I don't remember. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I'll look it up while you're doing that. I'm I'm looking it up right now. Fine, look it up then. I I literally have the book in my hand. I have well, the cards. Well, what? <laughs> no, don't argue. You're supposed to be. <laughs> you're supposed to be on the same team. <laughs> uh, as you're doing this, the. <laughs> As you're doing this, poison dagger. Um, Number of times equal to my charisma modifier, which is actually not that. So I will give one to you you, to get your spell slot back. And I will also do it for the leader. Okay. The the sister terrier. Sister Lily Terrier. Uh, So she can regain her spell slots in case she needs to help them out anymore. Oh, she is incredibly grateful for your aid. uh, To the point that without coercion, she explains what they were doing there. Excellent. You, you finding the two of you truly is a blessing from above. You're always happy to help out fellows from the Church of Man. Indeed. We, as I say, we've been out in the wilderness for a week. It's a long time for young dogs, especially in a place like this. But it's been my mission to attempt to consecrate the the foully named Swamp of Many Fools, uh, without much luck. Hmm. The truth is, the remains of the dead in this place are so scattered and so tortured by the way that they expired that the the place itself cannot be cured of any spiritual malady that you would need an army of its own to retrieve the the bodies and reunite them with the spirits to to bring any peace to this location uh, obviously i will continue to try with my efforts it's what the church has commanded that i do with my skills and i do believe in the cause but well, it was a long cause, it sounds like. Indeed. I, I'm going to need more than... And I, I say this with no disrespect for their earnestness, but I'm going to need more than three or four pups at my side to to fulfill our end. Perhaps that is something you could help with in the future, Buster. Of course. Um, I, will, I, I have, of course, my own missions to attend to, but once we are finished... Uh, we could perhaps come back and assist. What what does bring you out here, especially so late in the day? Uh, unfortunately, I'm sure you understand that sometimes uh, the needs of the church are those that cannot be easily shared with others, even a brother or sister. Hmm. Well, very well. I'm not going to press. Thank you. 
If you uh, are heading into the swamp, and I do not advise it, but if you are, uh, I can offer some guidance. Oh, that would be very okay. useful. Uh, well, one of my pups is uh, apprenticing as a cartographer uh, for the church, thankfully, mm. not planning on taking his uh, trade elsewhere. And so we have a couple of copies of uh, a map that he's been making uh, that should at least guide you through some of the harder parts of ground so you don't go wading neck deep into any uh, unyielding or unforgiving waters, I should say. That would be my preference, to not do that. Mm. Uh, well, we can give you that. If you happen to encounter any of the tormented spirits of the dead hereabouts, there is little you can do to abate them. Uh, they will get into your head and they will drain your spirit before they will attack your body, but by the time... Well... By the time they are done, you will likely not have the energy left to pull yourself free and continue on your march. So, the way we have found it, there are only two reasonable options. One is to flee. Uh, the second is to try and... And this may sound foolhardy, especially to a brother shepherd. Uh attempt to negotiate with the spirit. And the pups mm. look very nervous about this, as if they have tried this before, and it didn't go so well. I do have some prayers that may help with that, but it's good to know that should, the, should man find me wanting, or if our reserves flag, that we have some additional options to negotiate, because... Man has blessed me also with the ability to have a silver tongue and its needs require. Yeah, I think that Mac uh, just kind of picks up her her warhammer and like rests it on her shoulder, and it's like, yes, negotiate. And of course, there is always the powerful swing of my my colleague's arm. It will be useful if any of the spirits get into the bodies, the skeletons lying about that swamp. A sturdy hammer is a fine way to disperse them. But uh, something I have found in the means of negotiation, diplomacy with the spiritual world, world is if you have their remains, especially skull, it can be sufficient to grant them rest, to present them with their own remains. I feel that many of the tormented bodies about this place, and tormented spirits, I should say, are here because they do not know where their remains are. When these undead rise from the swamp, they are often amalgamations of dog and cats. Weird, mm. abominable things, because it is less the body of one individual rising and more a coalescence of spirits bringing about all the, well, cadaverous remains into one dreadful being. That certainly sounds horrible. Uh, it and does. And perhaps even a touch of the unseen about it. Oh, I, I believe that the unseen is 
very strong in this place. I, I, my suspicion, and I am no historian, is that the unseen guided the armies of dogs and cats to this swamp, specifically to mock us for mm. our uh, arrogance, the the or for our stupidity. Our ignorance, they knew that we would perish in this terrain. And the Unseen saw fit to to exacerbate an already bloody feud. I, that certainly would be in line with my admittedly limited studies of the Unseen. Uh, thank you so much. I'm pleased and blessed that man has put you into our path because this is much better information and we are much better armed to, to fight against their machinations now. Yes, thank you, friends. It's uh, really, we owe you still for what you've done for us, but as long as we can rest a while and then we will head on. At this point, Mastiff emerges from behind the rock for the first time. <laughs> Hello. Greetings. No, no one's screaming, no one's dead. <laughs> uh, I just happened to notice one of your pups has an interesting helmet. Yes, uh, I believe she found it in the swamp. Would you be able to mark on your map where it was found? I am sure we could. Uh, does it belong to someone you know? Oh, no, no, not at all. Not at all. I will take a look at the helmet, see if I see anything unusual about it. It's of an old design. It's not as flagrant as being covered in sigils and crests of the royal household. Right. Uh, but it is a relic from the war of dogs and cats, which finding something like that in a place like this isn't uncommon. But finding something like this in such good quality and repair is. Uh, this is... You would put it as a good guess that this probably belonged to Carling Pug. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's ornate enough of someone of relatively high station, but it's meant to be functional rather than ornamental. Exactly. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, then, yeah, I'll just kind of quietly watch as the exchange goes down rather than drawing attention to any, any kind of unusual interest in that. Mm-hmm. Same. I'm just going to nod. Well, we will be on our way then. Good, good travels. And to you as well. I will uh, touch my nose in prayer and move on. Sister Lily Terrier and her pack moves off into the darkness. Uh, now, do the three of you, uh, including Mastiff, want to rest, or do you want to try and traverse the swamp by nightfall? Mastiff seems very keen for you to keep moving, and yeah, uh, and and says, "I know that the danger is real, uh, but Duke Carling is old, and if he is trapped out there, well, the longer we rest." Uh, the more danger he's in. Yes, I feel like time is of the essence. Agreed. I think we should move on. Um, Matthew, I want to mention this in case it becomes irrelevant during gameplay, given what we just now know. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the spells I have is called Protection from Evil, which allows me a willing character to be protected from the undead, the unseen, and creatures under the influence of the unseen. So, 
But only one character, or can you cast it more than once? I can cast them multiple times. I have to touch each person I, I cast it on. No, then you can feel free to do so. Uh, okay. Um, I will cast it on Mac uh, for right now. Um, and so the effects of that are... Well, actually, hold on. It only lasts for 10 minutes, so I'll wait until we get closer to uh, an actual fight. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does have a lot of benefits. Um, so, I mean, I don't know if you want me to read those now or wait until they become relevant. Uh, we'll wait until they become relevant. Okay. Keep a finger on that page. Okay. You find the ground softening beneath your paws quite abruptly. Pools of water that have never drained away are becoming visible, reflecting the starlight from above, making the entire area around you take on a strange dreamlike quality as the sky appears visible in the ground, only separated occasionally by thick banks of dirt and earth, tall grasses, the occasional whisper of the wind, and of course, a gloomy, misty fog just hangs over the swamp as you climb through it. Sticking as closely as possible to the map that was provided. Hmm. Could I ask, mm-hmm. uh, you mentioned you have Traverse, Dixie? I do. Probably I do worth using it at this point. What's the uh, ability for that? Constitution. Ah, yeah. good. Glad it's not dexterity. Because it's about having the tenacity to trudge through rough terrain. Yeah, yeah. 21. I, uh, I have an 8. You can, well, Mac, this is no problem for you. You're practically hopping. Uh, <laughs> uh, confidently held. You could even say this isn't your first rodeo through this uh, this particular patch of land. Of course I've been here before. Right. On an adventure. Uh, but Buster isn't faring quite so well. Uh, while Buster keeps glancing down at the map. You're, you know, you're confident, Mac, in leading the way just from your instincts and knowing the Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, you keep it whenever Buster glances down at the map just to make sure that his footing is correct. You see him place a paw in a puddle and quickly extract it again. He almost teeter and fall off a bank. It's it's a frankly embarrassing sight. For... Why don't you hold on to my backpack, my 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 rucksack? I will. That seems perhaps wise. With 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 one paw, just 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 hold on to it and look at the map with the other one. Mastiff puts her paw up. You will receive no judgment from me. I'm on all fours right now. <laughs> yeah, you continue on with your journey, uh, as dark and miserable as it is. The whispers grow to a moan. The deeper you enter the swamp, it's more more vocal, more verbal. You can even hear the certain words in. You think they are there is a language you understand. It sounds old though. It sounds twisted. There, there's battle cries, shouts of pain, cries for for mothers, for the king or the queen. The declarations of houses, whether on the sides of dogs and cats, you just hear just randomly spiking in the distance. It's as if you're in the middle of a... Well, you are, of an ancient battlefield. But the echoes of that battle are still resounding around you in this nightmarish way. 
could I ask, as Mac, it seems you are in lead. Could I ask for some kind of perception? Uh, let's go or notice. Notice. Uh, we'll go for wisdom, please. No problem. Uh, 14. Okay, in that case, despite the dark, you are able to see the water around where you happen to be, just a small island in the swamp, stirring. Hmm. A ripple is spreading outward as if something is struggling to emerge from the muck. I come to a stop on the island and kind of put a paw up to stop my other comrades and, and, and point it out quietly. I'm kind of motion to maybe like off the side, like try to get around it. Hmm. Mastiff says, if there's a time to cast your spell, now is probably not the time. <laughs> nothing, nothing good is about to emerge from that puddle. It's a prayer, but yes, farewell. Um, yeah, I, will, I, I will put myself between the more fragile members of the party and the ripply <laughs> thing. Okay, then I will I will cast uh, Protection from Evil as a concentration spell, so I must use my bonus actions to keep it up. Uh, so the effects you get me, Dixie, are uh, one, undead, unseen, and creatures affected by the unseen have disadvantage on attack rolls against you. Nice. Uh, you cannot be charmed, scared, or possessed. Uh, and if you were already charmed, scared, or possessed, uh, you have advantage on any saving throw against removing it. Excellent. It's just as well, because emerging from this pool in the swamp is a bizarre, frankly macabre amalgamation of cat and dog skeletons in a frankly giant form. Uh, There's more than one skull in there. There's more than one ribcage. It's barely functional as a recognisable being except there are definitely limbs, uh, probably about two too many, as it shambles and clacks and water and bracken just drips off of it. It doesn't let out a sound, but it does lunge, and you think that in its living days it may have growled or hissed at you at that point. Instead, its many, many jaws just open up, and the dreadful smell of rot and old blood hits you square in the face. Uh, Mac, you're not affected in terms of fear. Mm -hmm. Uh, Buster, I'm going to give you an advantage because Mac has already said that uh, she is defending you in Mm. this case. Uh, But I do need you to roll a save to see whether the fear affects you. Okay. Uh, So that is a 16. A 16, okay. Well, in that case, you gird your loins, uh, you stand your ground. You are stalwart in your faith in man. Exactly. Uh, This creature is not of man's creation, nor is it of any natural uh, bearing. This is a foul creature of the unseen. You are certain of it. It's everything you've studied, just in one horrible shell. Luckily, I luckily I prepared for this moment. <laughs> As its hiss, growl doesn't appear to have any effect. There's a moment where it it pauses, 
it, this is no doubt a creature driven almost entirely by instinct, the instinctive need to terrify and drive individuals into the swamp with it. But seeing that it has had no effect on you, it halts. Did it Did it scare our, our friend? Uh, no, uh, Mastiff has remained firm. Excellent. Uh, so in its momentary pausing, what do you want to do? I, I assume the guardian would like to smite it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I want to hit it. Okay, uh, go for it. Uh, you already have your hammer in hand, if I recall. I do. I'm carrying it around. Well, as I've already declared that this aberration is holding its position, uh, then you roll to hit for me, please. Uh, 16. Oh, nice hit. Okay. So you swing your hammer. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it a two-handed weapon that you're no, dealing it's, with? It's a one-handed. I have a shield, too. Okay. Always sensible. I I've, I, just, I don't think I've ever played a sword and board fighter in D&D before, so I was like, I'll make a sword and board character. It'll be fun. Yeah. Nice. Um, And for, for bludgeoning damage. For bludgeoning. Okay. You uh, shatter some of this creature's ribs. I mean, that's not saying much. On some beasts, that would be enough to put it down. In this case, there's another set of rib cages within the other. It's like some dreadful banquet uh, dinner. This is her duck in of, of evil. <laughs> yes, it's a dog and a cat in a dog and a cat. <laughs> uh, but it does disturb the creature. Again, no sound other than the sloshing of water, the distant howls and echoes of battle. Its jaws all flap open. It lets out nothing, but you assume it's supposed to be a cry because you can see around you other ripples of water throughout the swamp. Some of its limbs, you estimate three, Mac, rear up Mm -hmm. into the dark in an effort to strike down at you. Uh, Could I ask what your... And it's a disadvantage, of course, because of your protection against evil. Uh, What's your defense? 18. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to have to do well. Yeah, with the the heavy armor and the shield, it ends up being pretty high. Yeah, it It does have multiple attacks on you. They're all disadvantage, right? Well, yeah. Well, they are. They are. Okay, so let's see how it does. Okay, so the first claw, it rebounds off of your protective aura. It's as if it crashes into you, and you feel it just a touch, almost brushing against your fur before it bounces back. The second Mm -hmm. one somehow scratches through and just pierces the soft parts between your armor. There aren't many of them, uh, but just manages it. The third one, again, strikes your protective shielding, or maybe it's your shield itself, Mm -hmm. and you're able to repel the claw. That second one does get through your defense, however, and in doing so, it scratches you for five points of damage. Ow. Hmm. Oh, no. I'm first level. I don't have that many hit points. <laughs> yes, you die. Well, this has been a pleasure, audience. One <laughs> <laughs> Uh So, Buster, uh, you're able to see this taking place. Mac is certainly holding her own, uh, but you're also able to tell that this creature is not going to be alone for long. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, how injured does Mac look? 
I mean, on a scale of one to 13, she looks five injured. <laughs> oh, beautifully described. <laughs> have, have another fortune. Very well. Yeah, on a scale of one to 13, I'm, I'm, I'm an eight right now. <laughs> okay, well, uh, in that case, um, I will use my bonus action to sustain your protection from evil. Mm-hmm. And I will use my regular action to cast Sacred Flame. Uh, so the um, one of the inner rib cages of the creature starts to glow with a pure light, uh, and they have to make a Constitution saving throw against uh, difficulty math 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 thirteen. Thirteen. Okay, I should be able to make this, but let's see. No dreadful roll there for the uh, ab- the undead aberration. Okay, uh, they will take radiant damage of... That's nice, against this kind of creature. Two. Yes, two. Two? Two radiant. Uh, the fact that it's radiant damage does seem to cut through it in some way. Uh, it does nice. not like the light, does not like the holiness, does not like the Church of Man all that much. <laughs> I'm sure this is not making its opinion of any better. No. Um, light, the light does fake, so I'm not going to spend the, con- the concentration to keep it going because mm-hmm. I'm going to keep my friends protected. Yeah, the protection from evil may be more valuable. Indeed. Uh, one of its limbs drops off. You can't see how it, there's no direct link between the damage you've dealt and the limb that has just been dismembered, but clearly the force that's entertaining this creature, keeping it together, has uh, allowed one of its limbs to just snap clean off and plunge into the pool. Oh no. You feel a momentary sympathy for it. <laughs> no, no, you don't. I mean, it's, you don't. It's, it's horrible creature, but I mean, you know, it's, it, if it's been animated against its will, I just feel bad for it. Yeah. Uh, Mastiff is not a combatant, and she says, "We need to. We need to run. We need to run now. These things don't look fast. We need to. We need to keep going." Um. Does it look like, so? Does it look like more of these creatures are getting ready to come out of the swamp. Yeah. Okay, then I will kind of tap uh, uh, Mac and tell them, yeah, it's probably we should probably go. All right, we shall retreat. Uh, Mac, the arm that dropped off is pretty close to you. Um, mm-hmm. that's, you know, if you're a trophy collector, <laughs> I don't, I, I, I don't think I would want something that disgusting in my house. <laughs> Over the mantelpiece next to the moose's head. Smell. Yeah, it does reek. All right, then, so you break off and you attempt to flee through the Swamp of Many Fools. Uh, as you do so, uh, it, of course, provokes an attack from the creature. It's other two arms uh, striking down at the retreating forms. I'm going to roll to see... Can I take who... the disengage action? Is that a thing in Pugmire? Yeah, 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 you can. Yeah, if, if, I, if I'm not attacking on this round, I'm, I'm taking the disengage action. All right. To, to not provoke an attack opportunity. All right, fine. Absolutely fine. <laughs> I mean, we'll be running ahead of you, but yeah, I figured that uh, probably could happen anyway, given you're under heavy yeah. armor. So I figured you're yeah. protecting our retreat. Yes. Yes. Uh, boldly so, Mac, as uh, you are holding this creature off while your companions valiantly run away, uh, you can start you, know, you start seeing the, the bones, lichen-covered bones and limbs, skulls, and bone fragments emerging from other places in the swamp. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You break free as the 
abomination pulls back again. And now you've got range. You can disengage and hopefully join up with your companions. Can you make another attempt to traverse as you are now moving at speed? Yeah, sure. Also, awesome. we're probably all dropping to all fours, I'm assuming. Yeah. Ah, uh, that wasn't nearly as good, but 12. it was. 13. 12 and a 13. Can I recommend Buster spends a fortune here? Uh, uh, if <laughs> Mac is okay with that, then yes. Go for it. We have three again, so. Uh, six. Much better. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, let's say you can choose which failure you go for. Uh, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll go with the, the lesser failure. Uh, Buster, being the ultra-prepared shepherd that you are, you know, with, with a roguish bent, you're not running blindly into the darkness. You've still got this map in your paw, and you're going to keep looking down at it, keep mm. looking up. Mm. And as much as your preparedness should protect you, instead it just means you miss the root of one of these uh, under-swamp pieces of flora. You oh. trip. You trip and you lose the map. Oh. oh no. It sploshes into the pool. You could dive in and grab it. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a try. What, what role would that be? Uh, Dexterity? I think so. 17. 17. Okay, before it is truly damaged beyond repair, you are able to hop into the water... It's warm and dank on your fur. You feel like you need a good wash. And scoop the map out, clambering back up like a dog that just jumped into the river and realized it's just jumped into a river. <laughs> I'm going to resist the urge to, to shake and just rush after my friends. Keep bounding on. All right. All right so I'm going to ask for one more traverse-based roll, please, from Mac. Uh, let's say 15. For 15. You're able to, with uh, Buster's, well, salvaged map, bounding forward with the sounds of creatures sloshing through the water behind you, it gives you a certain impetus. Thankfully, they aren't terribly fast. Mm -hmm. uh, and you are able to make your way to solid ground. And safety. Now I shake. Thank goodness. <laughs> Mastiff does not ever. does not complain that uh, she is being covered in swamp water. I think it's uh, she is feeling far too exhausted to moan about it. <laughs> I'm not very swampy. Mostly just on my paws. I mean, you had all the armor to protect you from the swamp. Yeah, I'm. I'm probably very sweaty though. All the dogs don't sweat, so I'm probably very panty though. Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, your hands are your paws are very slippery for some reason. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to do my best as soon as I've recovered my energy to pick up his scent again. Now let's just take a short rest, to recover our our our, our wits. Um, and a stamina die. I was about to say, it's like, take a short rest so you can spend a stamina die so you can get some health back. <laughs> I can recover my wits, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you call them in the church. Oh, excellent. I am full health. I have recovered five wits. <laughs> yes, I, I have 
I, I technically recovered nine wits, but that puts me at four wits over my maximum wits. So right. now, now I feel thirteen out of thirteen. <laughs> I do, I do. On a scale of one to thirteen, I feel like a thirteen. <laughs> That's excellent. Yeah, yeah. I often feel like I should be thirteen. Also, I have just noticed during this actual play that the set of dice I have, one of the dies has the numbers in an order that isn't usually on d20s. Oh. And I feel like it's 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 probably not magic good. counter. No, it's 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 not. It's a it's a D and D set. Oh. It's not a spin down. But like, usually on a D twenty next to the twenty is like a fourteen and eight and a two. Yep. And this one it's a, it's a nineteen, a thirteen, and a five. Oh, that's weird. And next to the one, it's a two and eight and a sixteen. Hmm. That, like, well, that sounds weird... like a collector's item to me. It's one day that will be worth die. something. It's a misprint. Like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just I just noticed that during this game, and I was like, oh, my dice are different. But like, they're from the same set, so it's confusing. That was digression, I'm sorry. No, no, quite all right. Uh, It's good to have some digression after an action-packed sequence, I find. (laughs) You mean like in our uh, Scarred actual play where I talked about the video game Primal Rage for a good five minutes in the middle of it? Oh, that's a magnificent game, though. Every episode of the Scarred Well, it isn't a magnificent game, but it's a magnificent memory. Like the first Killer Instinct. Dixie, Dixie reminded. Well, never mind. Dixie informed me that there was apparently a novel written yeah. about Primal Rage because apparently there is a, a lucrative and deep Primal Rage lore around the game. Is the Primal Rage the one where you can play the gorilla that urinates? Yes, as a yes. finishing move. That yeah. is correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I think that one is named Chaos. Well, I mean, what a fine name. <laughs> But <laughs> for a the urinating reason, gorilla. The reason it kept coming up was because I was playing a snake person, mm. and my and my favorite character in Primal Rage was Vertigo, who was yeah. essentially like a snake dinosaur, and also the only canonical female character in that game. Well, that's disappointing. We need more representation in our dinosaur fighting games as well. I mean, at least in Jurassic Park, they're all girls. So there you go. At least until life found a way. So. <laughs> Mastiff uh, returns after you both gained some rest. She looks mm-hmm. troubled. When doesn't she? Mm-hmm. So she looks normal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she is carrying a busted up shield that she didn't have before. She places it down in front of you. Well, this was Duke Carling's as well. So he was armored when he left the house? I think I need to come clean with you. But So you were lying to us. Now that well, I wasn't lying about the need for discretion. At first I of course I thought he must have been abducted because as I said, he's old, he has enemies from the wars, but as I tracked him, I found no other sense but his. And it became especially clear as we were out in the wilderness. There was no one accompanying Carling Pug. He was out here on his own, which, if I'm honest, worries me even more. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is an old dog. He should not be out here like this. He is not capable of surviving out here. I mean, he survived this far, I'll grant you, uh, against things that, uh, well, nearly uh, did for you. 
Uh, not that I'm uh, trying to belittle your your combat prowess, Mac. Mm-hmm. But it just makes his recovery all the more imperative. I cannot think why he would have left, especially in such a clandestine manner. Perhaps he wanted to go on one final mission. To go out with glory instead of as an old dog in bed. I know that's what I would want. It seems plausible based on my limited knowledge of the military mind. You're probably right. He often spoke about these things. He always spoke about having one last fight in him, but it's his memory. He doesn't always recognize members of his own family. He he always thinks about the wars of decades earlier. He doesn't I worry that in his ambition to to seek glory, he's going to well, end up face down in a swamp somewhere. and Or possibly attack an innocent and therefore cause of the, the incident you were trying to avoid. Exactly. If, if I may be indelicate, and I do apologize for such, it sounds like perhaps his mind is gone. Is or at least true? going. Yes. You may be indelicate. <laughs> and I think that's a fair assessment. He's he's lived a lifetime, a lifespan far longer than many dogs. And while he is physically able, his his mind is less so now. There are there are days when he is the, his bright bombastic self. And there are other times when he is not, where he is aggressive for no reason, where he mm-hmm. doesn't even know who I am, and I have been serving him just as my 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 mother and father served him uh, for most of my grown up life. Uh, I had that happen to an uncle once. It was sad. But it does seem that if he is gone, he went doing what we would hope all dogs would do, which was throwing, trying to once again have one final fight against the unseen. And that is, to me, the mark of not only a good dog, but perhaps one of the best. It, it is, but there is still the concern that he might have gone off to have one more battle against cats. And mm. therefore could be attacking for you know moggy refugees on the road. I see. And that no. is that is my concern is that instead of bringing glory to himself and to Bugmire, he will in fact bring shame in his adult state. One perhaps why the the need for speed, which is yes, valid. Well, in that case we should regardless we should have an answer to this question, so we should continue to follow his sense and try to locate where he is. Agreed. And we should do so with haste. He is an old dog, so he's probably not moving as fast as we are. We should be able to catch up with him. No, he only had about <laughs> five hours ahead of us, I would guess. Five, six, at most seven. And he wouldn't have had a map. He would have been relying on his memory to get him this far. He fought in the war that took place here. So, 
regardless, let's move on. Yes. And so, and actually, that's actually a good opportunity. Well, we're, in this, we're not like a halfway point or anything, but we can cut this out. But if anyone wants a bio break or the like, or to recharge your drinks, now would probably be a good time. I would like to. I'm out of liquid, and I'm, my, my, my throat's fucked up, so I'm going to yeah, pause that, 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 That's yeah, what yeah, I was... The road goes on and on. Uh, I say road, it's more of a dirt trail that takes you out of the swamp, across the fields. The ground is still soft here, but not quite as dangerously so. As advertised, you are walking through what is in part an above-ground cemetery. Every now and then what you mistake for a rock is in fact a polished bone bleached by the sun, protruding from the ground that occasionally a feral creature might have gnawed at before thinking twice just because of the haunted souls that live in this area live again being a mm-hmm. strong word but your cause isn't to purify this place that was the cause of sister lily terrier who's on her way back to pugmai now still it's something to speak to the church about buster when you return indeed and burns place to the ground, salty earth. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, difficult to burn a swamp. I'll, I'll tell you, but uh, you can Mac... fill it with rocks. If we're going to do it with the alley. There, <laughs> there you go. Fill it with flammable that's, rocks. That's 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 Max's only plan is to fill things with rocks. <laughs> <laughs> that probably would have been a good way to get rid of that aberration. Mm-hmm. Fill it with rocks. Just fill it yeah. with rocks. Mm. Uh, so you move on with Mastiff still pick, well, still following the scent of Carling. The two of you behind, keeping your eyes open for for signs of danger. Mm-hmm. The as the ground thickens and the terrain becomes rockier, you're approaching the mountain range, the part of the mountain range which is known colloquially as the Jaggedy Mountains. Uh, she brings her nose up, stops, and says, "His trail here is." very strong. He was only here, I think, within the last hour. Mm. I think we need to make our way into this mountain range, probably not too deep. He can't have gotten far in the last hour. No, no. no. There's three of us. I, I appreciate the both of you coming this far. I know it's been perhaps more than you expected. And I, and I promise that you will be rewarded. Uh, I am i don't have much in the way of means, but I can, can make sure your purses are f- full by the time the day is out, when we return anyway. I think it will be worth it to assist the war hero. I am not in need of your funds. Indeed. I just wish I could, we could explain this to the king, but... I worry that with Duke Carling so far gone that he could be seen as more of an embarrassment mm. than a hero. I'm sure once we understand the situation, we can manufacture a more palatable scenario. Yes. We could always tell the king that we escorted him out here. I don't know that that would go down well. But, uh, but let, let's see what we find. So the... Rocks, much as other places uh, that you've encountered already, are so named as jaggedy uh, for an obvious reason. They're incredibly smooth. No, because they <laughs> are um, incredibly angular. It's an and... ironic name. It was named by cats. <laughs> yeah, this is as far as the cats got in their in their war. They started renaming places as they went. 
Um, <laughs> uh, no. Uh, the rocks here, the cliff faces, incredibly angular, spiked even. Uh, it's known as a place where if you're a skilled climber, it's actually a remarkably fine place to explore and climb. There's all kinds of caves, gems to be found in water-filled caverns, and the spikes, the nooks, the crannies, and so on that exist on every single surface make the skilled climber, well, travel at ease if you're um, if you're good at that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. However, if you're not it means it's a little like crawling through a briar bush, which is made of stone, uh, which is less fun. Uh, I, I know this isn't your intent, Matthew, but certainly scenario is starting to feel like, God damn it, I want to use the traverse skill more often. Right? <laughs> well, you see, Eddie, Dixie and I had a conversation before the game, and we said, you know what skill? No. <laughs> traverse just doesn't get enough love, damn it. Yeah. Um... Well, as I said at the beginning of the session, sometimes you have to demo something in particular to see if people get pick it up. Mm-hmm. Totally, that's true. And uh, this is certainly an opportunity for traversing. Uh, that said, uh, you can help each other out. Uh, Buster, you're pretty eagle-eyed, aren't you? Uh, yes, I'm, I'm very wise. Hmm. So mm. it may be worth uh, scouting out the safest route. Your map no longer covers uh, mm. this this part of uh, of the journey. Would the, would the notice skill help here? Yeah. Of, like, yeah. Honestly, I, I do think. I mean, I appreciate you trying to divide low, but I, I I do feel like that um, Mac is probably very much much more designed for this kind of trailblazing than I am. I'm much more of a city dog. Well, <laughs> your your calling will come, Buster Mac. So oh, Mac- sure, I, I have demons to slay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I rolled a 20, not natural. Yeah, so it turns out Eddie was right. <laughs> Back of the line, Buster. Well, I got all the, 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 the soldiery skills. I've got notice and sense motive and intimidate and traverse. Like, that just makes sense for my character, you know? Exactly. So when you find Carling, you're going to intimidate him to fall off a cliff. Um. <laughs> Oh, you! Ah. <laughs> Hail, friend! <laughs> no, no, no! Um, anyone but him. Anyway, Mac, uh, yeah, you're able to determine the the easiest route to climb that would also double as hmm, probably the the safest route to go along with it. A nice balance, really. Mm-hmm. Something with a few handholds that, yeah, if um, if Buster or Mastiff really screw up, I mean, you're not going to, uh, they they could hurt themselves, but it would be hard for them to really screw it up. Uh, so now what let's I, give... What if I tie a rope to them? If you tie a rope to them, I will give Buster an advantage on rolling um, Constitution. Okay, I'm going to tie a rope to myself and then give you all ropes or like you know to like tie to your belt or whatever yeah yeah so you make a climbing party so mac you go oh yes uh, sorry eddie i'll I'll roll roll with advantage then yes yes please okay remember you've still got two fortune in the pot uh natural 20 
Well, in that case, fuck fortune. Sorry. You're an excellent <laughs> climber. During your criminal days, you just yeah. climbed in and out of windows. Well, that's the thing. It's like climbing rocks. I'm not used to, but climbing up things with a rope down. I'm used to that. It turns out that this isn't too dissimilar from that time you climbed up into the cathedral belfry. And, no, no, you didn't steal anything from the church. No, 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 that isn't no. how you got involved in the I was church just at all. On it. Make sure it was yes. Okay. Uh, when, when they found you there among the priesthood, you said that that's where you were coming to sign on to join the church. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, you pretty much climb over, Mac. What about you, Mac? Ah, traverse oh. check? Uh, yes, please. I didn't roll that one. Uh, do, 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 do. That is uh, 21. Also oh, okay. Well, the two of you make this with no great <laughs> effort whatsoever. How this is, is your territory. How Build is, a stronghold out here. How's Sister Mastiff doing? Uh, well, let's have a look how Angela Mastiff does at this point. It is uh, rolling with advantage, so... Well, it's not as quite as impressive. I rolled a 14. Mm -hmm. uh, but as I said, you'd have to roll badly at this point to hurt yourself, and that isn't a bad roll. So while she doesn't handle herself with quite as much aplomb and grace as the two of you, and it may be the first time Mac and Grace have been in the same sentence. Uh, I mean, she's just like brute forcing her way up the mountain. Like she, like <laughs> you know, it's 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 maybe not super graceful looking. Yeah, but it is it is very sure of herself. Like she mm. is just handhold, handhold, handhold. Exactly, know. a rock in the way, knock the rock off. <laughs> <laughs> Missing a handhold, punch the mountain. Like exactly. You know. Exactly. <laughs> Break the boulder with your fist. Uh, as a result, <laughs> uh, you get to miss out on any nasty rock falls I had planned. Yay! Yay! And uh, ascend until you reach the top of a cliff. You're, it's, you're nowhere near the top of a mountain, I should say. You're at the top of an outcropping. But mm -hmm. this is where the scent comes to an end. Uh, you can see the aged form of Carling Pug sat alone on, a on the clifftop, uh, the sun rising to warm his face. There's a cairn of stones sat beside him. Aww. He has a mace, which is cradled in his lap. Uh, he hasn't reacted to the three of you may not have even noticed your arrival, given how stealthy it actually happens to be. Clank, clank, clank up yeah, the mountain. Yeah, now he turns. Hail, friend! <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I, think, I, th I think Mac knows better than to startle somebody who's sitting on the edge of a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's not smart, but she's not dumb. Right. <laughs> um, I will kind of quietly start praying uh, not quite under my breath i want it to be pitched loud enough that he can hear but not like a sudden noise right kind of like a murmur that may draw him out of it mm -hmm. and see if he reacts to that he makes a pleased noise to hear the prayers very common prayer uh he's no doubt heard it thousands of times before in his long life uh, mm. it acts as a reassurance and you can see the corner of his mouth curl into a smile. Then it will, as the prayer naturally comes to an end, and I will start to say, hello, sir, can we help you? 
No, I am quite all right here. He opens his eyes, turns around, takes a look at the three of you, squints a little at Mastiff. You're not sure that he recognises her. He doesn't seem sure himself. There are some who have grown concerns to make sure that you are well and safe. I'm, I'm going to stand behind everybody else here because I do look a little bit threatening. And I, I, I don't want to think that I'm here to, like, fight him. Mm. So I'm just going to stand back a little bit. Right, and right, right. He is out in the Yeah, he is holding a mace <laughs> in his hand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my, my pause directly. Open. Concerned? Why are you concerned? Well, you are on your, you are on your own, and a pug of your renown has many enemies. All of my enemies are dead. I have no enemies now. My last enemy, he points at the can beside him, died years ago without my knowledge. I only recently received word uh, that she had fallen out here doing some folly or other in her old age. No, I have no enemies now. In All I case. really have is the sunrise and what memories cling to my mind. Is then perhaps um, we can have the honor of escorting you back to Pugmire? Oh, no, 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 absolutely not. I'm a warrior, you see, a general. I'm on a... There's a war to be fought, young mutt. And uh, I... I cannot retreat from it, you see. And he hefts his mace in a vaguely threatening manner, grips it to the point you can see... His paws whiten. And what war is that, Sir Pug? I kind of step step forward, clearly a soldier. Yeah, I'm going to kind of start to step back. It seems like <laughs> probably better for Mac to take the lead on this now. Yeah, I, I, I don't have my weapon drawn. I am I am empty-handed right now. So I'm just like, what, what, what war do you speak of? You are a strong one. I can see that. Uh, a terrier, aren't you? Yes. I fought with many of you in years gone by. Uh, underestimated. He lifts the mace and points it at you. For your size, they think that uh, all you can do is nip. But I've seen a terrier maul to death. The worst of the unseen servants. I tell you, I have seen it. Mm-hmm. I, I believe you. The question remains, what what war are you fighting currently, Sir Pug? I, uh, I've had, um, he looks genuinely confused. Mastiff speaks up, we just want to take you home where you can get some rest. Uh, we, we just, we're, we're worried about you, that's all. Uh, you're out here all by yourself and and old with it. 
Ah, yes, I thought I recognized you. Um, one of the Mastiffs, the House Mastiffs, yes, yes. Uh, no, I don't think I will be doing that. I don't think I'm going to be coming home. I think I will stay out here. Uh, if if I am as old as, as as everyone seems to think, and he looks down at his own gangly body at this point, and I appear to be then, uh, what better place than to uh, accept my final reward next to the tomb of my longest standing... Um, Rival. Mastiff's tone hardens. The cats have necromancers. They could find your body and interrogate you. Bring you back to fight your own. Come home and rest in your bed. When it's your time, we'll put you in the family mausoleum. And we're not going to leave you out here. For them to find you. I don't want to go home. I'm not an indoor dog. I'm a dog for running. Jumping across swamps. Chewing the legs of my enemies. And, and I, I want to run again. I want to run out in the sunshine. And, uh, and play with my friends. Um, chase the light. I don't know who any of you are. Uh, leave me. Now. Perhaps there is a, a middle path. Um, you do not know me, obviously, uh, uh, Duke. But um, as you can see, I am a dog of the Church of Man. And regardless of my family or lack thereof, I have pledged an oath to the Church. And... It is my sworn duty to make sure that the mortal remains of all good dogs are sent to their proper way. Perhaps if I were, or if all of us were, to accompany you on your next adventures, then if you fall, we can make sure that your body is not reclaimed by foul necromancy. I should love to accompany you in battle, Sir Bug. He looks on the verge of tears all of a sudden. Yeah, not really sure. He, and again, he's probably not really sure what is going on. How much of what you're talking about is being retained in his short-term memory. It's difficult to say. As you've said, Mac, you have had an uncle like this before. And Buster, as a shepherd of the church, you have seen more than one old dog start losing their faculties. Mm-hmm. I uh, I would appreciate companions then for a for a short time until I am um, I think I just need to spend time out here for a while to get my bearings Fair and um, Yes, if you wish to be at my side, I don't know what happened to my armor. I uh, appear to have had it stolen. But uh, maybe the first thing we can do is find it. It means a lot to me. 
My mother gave it to me and she'll be very worried. Uh, she'll be uh, very disappointed in me if she finds that I've lost it. We have some leads on where it may have been acquired. Um, and of course, we can assist you in trying to reclaim what is yours. Some of that would involve going back to Pugmire, though, which I understand is not your want. Well, uh, let, let us uh, take the morning to to form a strategy. Uh, and then we can plan our mission. And uh, I would be pleased to have you both at my side, uh, friends. And you, he looks to Ma the Mastiff, would you head back to the city and let let people know that I am safe and on a, another adventure? Mastiff looks very uncertain, partly because she doesn't want to head back to the city by herself, and also because she doesn't necessarily want to abandon Carling Pug so soon after finding him. Um, if perhaps I can uh, speak a moment to uh, my colleague, sir. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, go ahead. And I'll step over to talk to Massive quietly. And it's like, given what I'm seeing, I don't think he's going to last much longer. And you bring up a valid concern. We don't want his remains to be acquired by foul necromancers or indeed uh, enemies of the Pug family. Uh, so I think this is probably the best course of action. What we can do is we can encourage him to help escort you to the main road. So that way you will be safely escorted back towards uh, travel. Um, and then we will simply escort him until his final days. And then once he's uh, had his last battle, we can make sure that his uh, remains are collected and brought back. And in the meantime, you can simply let the people of Pugmire know that we are keeping him as, as safe as we can until his final moments. Does that seem equitable to you? Mastiff merely nods. You can see that she is herself overwhelmed with emotion at this point. This is a dog that she has served for many years and undoubtedly cared for. Mm -hmm. And she she nods. She, she agrees. And as the, all of you take your places on the cliff top to watch the sun rise and plan out your next adventure for however long that may last. Carling Pug tells stories about, about his times in the war, his adventures, his memories of family, of uh, something... I remember someone, something bigger than me. There is something... Something out there looking after all of us. And he looks at Buster. Maybe your church. It, it cared for me. Mm. Uh, I do want to return to them one day. Uh, but when I'm ready. Of course. And the sun rises, a compact is formed, and we will conclude our scenario named Carling's Last Hurrah. Hurrah! Hurrah! <laughs> Hurrah, Carling!
Because God forbid I ever run a story that ends happy. I will if it's a they came from. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I did start a Pugmire game once at a funeral. So, I mean, I, I, I feel you. <laughs> well, there you go. I feel like Pugmire works best when you when you work some some somber, you know, I, reality I into it. I completely agree. I think yep. it, it channels pathos uh, and, well, the own, our own emotional attachments to our pets. Mm-hmm. Uh, into into the game, and so hopefully, listeners, you have enjoyed this uh, and uh, enjoyed, enjoyed the stories of our players. Yeah, and I do hope Eddie and Dixie enjoyed it, of course. Yeah, it was it, it was funny that you said emotional attachment to our pets as I was literally cleaning a crusty out of my cat's eye. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the things we do. I was like, I was like, like, oh no, she has a crusty. Like as as you're talking. Uh, so, as mentioned at the beginning of this long session, uh, well, not a long gameplay session, but long pathcast. Yeah. Uh, we do have Pugmire Month on right now, which means there is a 10% sale. That is 90% off because it's our 10th mm-hmm. anniversary as a company. So, do check out uh, the various Pugmire books that are on sale on Drive Through RPG. Also, look on Indie Press Revolution and Studio 2 because there are sales going on on those websites as well for traditionally printed books. Mm hmm. Uh, and beyond that, I would love it if people check out our Monday Meeting blog. Uh, you're probably already aware of it, but if not, we update any movement on progress on our various games every Monday uh, on our blog and the Onyx Path Discord too, uh, because that is really the place to be now if you want to have immediate updates on the various books and games that are in progress mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and find groups to play them with. There is a very active community on that Discord, and we have a sub-server for every single game that we work Indeed. on. Yeah, uh, literally as soon as we announce a game, it gets a channel. Exactly. Usually Ian is like on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Eddie, if people want to find you and uh, contact you about your adventures with Carling Pug, where would they go? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at uh, Pugsteady. That's P-U-G-S-T-A-D-Y. You can find more about me at Pugsteady.com. You can find more about Pugmire at realmsofpugmire.com. Uh, or you can find me hanging out in the uh, Onyx Path Discord posting pictures of Pugs in Armor. <laughs> and how about you, Dixie? Uh, yeah, you can find me in all, a lot of the same places, but as uh, Dixie Cyanide, uh, generally hanging out in the Discord, uh, talking on the Onyx Path channel, Onyx Path Cast channel. Uh, they're they're all Onyx Path channels. I can't talk today, uh, and hopefully by the time you hear me again, I will be actually over this illness that I keep getting gravelly about. Still, that would be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have I I still don't have an upper register right now, so um. You know, it's fun. It's fun. Fun times. And and they will find me on MatthewDawkins.com, on Twitter at DawkinsMP, and also on the Onyx Path Discord as Matthew Dawkins. With that said, thank you very much for listening. Many worlds, one pathcast.